News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. We're about to talk to somebody who knows fine well whether the pitch is 80% size and 60 minutes long in terms of games. I'm joined now by Carla Rowe, who is, of course, the Dublin's women captain. Good morning to you, Carla. Morning, how are you? I'm I'm very good. We're, we've been discussing these figures from Little all morning and, and the uh, LGFA about the fact that 60% of people haven't attended a women's game, although three quarters of people say that they'd like to and, and, and that it's something that they'd be interested in and, and that it's a shame that people aren't attending more. Um, uh, your detractors, Carla, because we are getting some texts in saying it's not as good as a game. It's not as fast. It's not as exciting. That's why I don't go. I'm sure you get sick of answering those kinds of questions. But what do you say to people who say that? Um, I suppose first I'd probably challenge them to see have they actually attended a game? Um, sometimes you can have that perception that it's not as fast because it's women and they're not as strong. But any a lot of feedback that I've had from people who have attended um, women's games for the first time, they've said, oh my God, I'm shocked at the, the pace, the strength. And often because the men's football has gone to such um, systems and tactics, the women's game is more free-flowing sometimes. And they're, they're even commenting on they enjoyed it more than the men's football at that current time. So I suppose that's the first thing. And the second thing is, look, at sometimes in the year, you're going to have poor quality men's football matches. You're going to have yeah. poor quality female football matches. So like you, you kind of have to, you can't compare them in that way because they're, they're both equal in that way. Whereas championship time, league, end of the league time, they're going to be better quality matches. So I'm not saying you won't come across any poor quality uh, matches. You may, but um, I wouldn't be comparing the first league of the ladies game to the men's championship match. Okay. Um, what People are texting and saying you should be playing, <laughs> you ladies should be playing on a smaller pitch and for shorter periods of time because you're, you're, you're not very strong. Um, what do you say to that? Uh, look, I can take the point. I can see why if you go to the science, men are scientifically, physically stronger. But um, we played 60 minutes of an Ireland final in August and the feedback we got from that was unbelievable. The, the strength, yeah. the power. And, you know, that's what we're training for. We train four nights a week and we're in the gym after that. It's to get up to that 60 minutes. So I think I kind of go by, yes, there's the science there, but we've been doing it for years. It's a it's an excellent game to watch. So um, it's just about, I suppose, putting the funding into women to get them to all ladies' teams to have the gym facilities um, and to have the strength and conditioning and the physio facilities in order for them to be able to... Yeah, because it's still, it's still quite an equal, and I should say Shane was at that match, that, that, that final, and he said it was an absolutely cracking game. Does it make a difference... <laughs> when the stands are fuller rather than emptier, does it make a difference on the pitch? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one that just jumps out at me, when I saw the stats, I couldn't, I was kind of surprised by it, but we had our All-Ireland quarterfinal against Donegal um, away this year, and we obviously got knocked out by Donegal the previous year. So, you know, it was a really nervous one. We had lots of new girls, literally, we had to tell them to take some deep breaths in the dressing room before we went out because everyone was so nervous. And when we went out there to hear the Dublin crowd, it, it actually took all the nerves even out of my belly. It was amazing. So um, like a game like that where you have a crowd travelling to Donegal, you know, you put an extra 1%, 2%, anything you can into that game because you realise these people have travelled hours to come and see you. Yeah. Um, 
And then obviously there's the All Ireland finals and the big occasions. You're always getting the amazing crowds. But yeah, if we could get them, if we could get them more at the at the smaller games, that it really does make a difference. Um, with with regard to, I suppose, the supports that women's sport received, is there enough happening there? I mean, it is unequal. We know that. Now, there have been changes brought in. The Minister for Sport has changed uh, representation at board level, funding level, all sorts of things are happening. But on the ground, do women who, who play sport at the kind of level that you, you certainly do, Carla, like, do you feel supported? Do you think that you get, I suppose, a, a fair crack of the whip in terms of support? I think, first of all, with the ladies' Gaelic football, like legal coming on board has been huge and they are pushing for support constantly. So that that has been phenomenal over the last couple of years. Um, and you can really see an improvement from that, particularly in terms of crowds and um, even support for grassroots and schools. For all across the teams, it is improving. It's definitely improving, but it probably just needs to move more quickly now. Um, I can understand years ago where it might have been a slow, more slow moving, but as you said, there's government funding, there's huge sponsors, successful yeah. sponsors on board. Um, the GPA have joined, obviously, the two, the women's GPA and the GPA are now just one entity. So it's working together. That's probably to make helpful, sure that isn't it? Because there are barriers. I mean, would you identify barriers to, to women taking part in sports that, that need to be overcome still? Yeah, there are. We had a meeting this year with the GPA and it was just listening to some of the other teams because if I put my hand up in Dublin, look, we're very lucky. We are well looked after. Mick Bowen, our manager, has done so much work over the last couple of years to, to chase down that we have physio, we have food, we have all the stuff yeah. that's nearly equal to the men. But there are teams out there where... Jeez, they didn't. They weren't getting gear. They couldn't. They didn't have access to physio. The under 16s boys team were getting the pitch ahead of them, and they were down in a pitch that had holes in it. So, there definitely are areas which they're being pushed. They are being pushed, and it's going to be pushed further this year. But there's there's still barriers to to be overcome. Look, thank you for speaking to us this morning. The very best of luck with all of it. We do appreciate it. And I think it's actually a very important conversation. That is Carla Rowe there, Dublin captain. Um, and let us know. Let us know what you think about this. I, I still think sport is one of the last unequal bits of society. We tend to view how men and how women are treated in sport and it's different as acceptable. And we don't accept it in, in education. We don't accept it in the workplace. We don't accept it really anywhere else. But uh, let us know what you think this morning. Oh. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.